For over 45 years, people have relied on Village Green Apothecary to give them individualized nutrition, pharmacy, and healthy living products. Village Green will give you the kind of person-to-person help and attention that mass market pharmacies have long ago forgotten. You can depend on us for knowledge, experience, product selection, and a smile. Visit Village Green in Bethesda at 5415 West Cedar Lane. Call us at 301-530-0800 or check out our website at myvillagegreen.com. We're here to help you. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Essentials of Healthy Living here on AM1500. Brought to you by the Village Green Apothecary. I am your host for today, Dr. Kevin Passero. Thank you all for tuning in. We're here every Sunday from 10 to 11 a.m. You can also stream us online by going to www.federalnewsradio.com. You can also pull us up on the Village Green website. The Village Green is the show sponsor. On the right-hand side of their homepage, there's a microphone icon. If you click on it, you can download any of our previously recorded shows in podcast format or stream them right from the Village Green website. It's a great resource. We've been here doing the show for almost eight years now, so there's a wonderful archive. Today we've got a phenomenal show lined up for you. I'm really excited because we have, again, an amazing special guest, and this is a local resource. And I think in the whole eight years that we've been doing the show, we've never had uh, a physician of this type on before who's going to be able to share, I believe, some of the most important information in the field of healthcare with you. Um, And what's extremely exciting is because anybody who's a local listener, this is a local resource that you can utilize um, that is a phenomenal resource to know about for yourself, family, and friends. Um, I just want to remind everybody that the Village Green Summer Sale is going on through Saturday, July 16th. You can get 30% of all Pathway products, 25% off of all other supplements, and 20% off of body care. So if you're a Village Green shopper, now's a great time to head in and stock up on your products. So today we're going to be talking with Dr. Lori Hersher. She is a radiation oncologist and is specializing in integrative care. We are now lucky enough in our area to have Dr. Hersher and her team of other providers starting an integrative cancer model clinic right here at Shady Grove Hospital. Now, this has probably put Shady Grove on the map as one of a very few handful of centers in the country offering integrative care for oncology treatment. And this is incredibly important as a naturopathic doctor, having been trained, you know, many years ago and been in practice for many years, it has always been to my attention that one of the places where integrative therapies can have the biggest impact, but is the least likely utilized is in oncology. And the other aspect of it is if you pull patients going through oncology treatments, going through cancer treatments for breast cancer, colon cancer, skin cancer, pancreatic, whatever type of cancer it is, they are one of the highest percentage of people in the population to seek out alternative therapies. However, because there's virtually no oncologists that are interested or trained in integrative therapies, these patients are forced to find this information on their own. And the Internet is their main resource and unfortunately contains a vast amount of false information, wild claims, and unproven methodologies for the treatment of cancer. Now, that does not mean that integrative therapies related to nutrition, 
lifestyle, and nutrient therapy don't have an incredibly important role in, number one, improving patient outcomes, which basically means longer survival times, greater risk, uh, uh, greater results of remission, and better treatment outcomes, but also helps to improve quality of life during treatment. And what the research has shown us over the last, let's say, 10 or 15 years is that including integrative therapies into traditional cancer care improves outcomes and improves quality of life. However, there's very few centers where you can go to get appropriate co-managed care where you have your traditional oncologist, radiation oncologist, working side-by-side with providers that understand how to safely utilize integrative therapies. So Dr. Hersher is a double board certified, she's double board certified in radiation oncology and integrative medicine. She received her undergraduate degree from the impressive institution, Stanford University, and her medical degree from the George Washington University School of Medicine. Dr. Hersher trained in radiation oncology at the National Cancer Institute in Bethesda, Maryland, where she remained on staff doing clinical research until she moved to Suburban Hospital to practice radiation oncology in 2002. She completed a fellowship in integrative medicine at the University of Arizona in 2014, and shortly thereafter, she shifted the focus of her practice to integrative oncology and joined the team at the Aquilino Cancer Center. Dr. Hersher is committed to excellence in patient-centered care and seeks to empower patients to make the lifestyle changes that can have lasting, positive impact. Dr. Hersher, thank you so much for taking the time out of your very busy schedule to be on the show with us this morning. It's my pleasure to be here. Thank you. So first, tell us a little bit about your journey as a physician going through traditional medical school and traditional oncology specialty training, branching out into the more integrative therapies and seeing their value woven into the training that you got as a traditional radiation oncologist. Sure. Um, So, you know, as you mentioned, I'm a uh, completely conventionally trained radiation oncologist. And um, over the years of practicing radiation oncology, I was always asked by my patients, what else can I do? Is this, you know, why did this happen? And, you know, what should I eat? And I... Um, <clears throat> really didn't know the answer, you know, I'd be like, eat a healthy diet, you know, I, if somebody asked me, like, what a healthy diet was, you know, I really couldn't tell them anything more than what you would read in the newspaper. There was no real training, um, either in medical school or even as a resident, on anything about keeping people healthy, but it was always, you know, it's in the back of my mind, it was always on my radar, I mean, I was interested in it for is just a my sensibilities were leaning in that direction but as a um conventionally trained doc you know it just wasn't on my radar screen and so over the years people would be asking me questions and I would always kind of glom on to anything that I read that said you know, exercise plays a role in cancer remission and, you know, certain kinds of food patterns. You know, it, it was it was on my radar. And then as a um, kind of a fluke almost, I was deciding whether to go to the annual conference of radiation oncology 
or and then I'd seen like a flyer for the Society for Integrative Oncology's annual conference, and I really didn't know anything about integrative oncology. And they were both in the fall of I think twenty. 2011, and it just so happened that the Integrative Oncology Conference, I remember, was in Cleveland, and that was like an hour plane ride away, and it was just really easy. I was like, okay, I'm going to go to that conference, and I went there, and I was blown away. I just had no idea that all of this information and data existed about the role of everything else besides actual anti-cancer targeted treatment, how it plays a role and impacts on cancer care from, from of course, pre-diagnosis, you know, decreasing the risk of cancer, during treatment, after treatment. I couldn't believe it. I was like, I, I was... I can't even describe how mm-hmm. um, exciting it was to see all of this information. And I met a number of people at that conference who had done a fellowship in integrative medicine at the University of Arizona. And when I came home from the conference, I was like, I'm, I'm applying. I applied. I was accepted. And I started my fellowship a few months later, always knowing that I wanted to apply this information and what I learned to my practice. Um, because once you start learning all of this information, you know, you, you can't not use it. And so over the course of my two-year fellowship, I was able to start integrating the information into my regular radiation oncology practice. And I was known as the one who would talk to patients about nutrition Mm -hmm. and the role of physical activity and things like that. And then I completed my fellowship in 2014 and really wanted to bring integrative oncology to our community in Montgomery County. And the opportunity arose here at the Aquilino Cancer Center, which happened to open in the fall of 2014. I completed my fellowship in like January 2014. And so I started talking with the folks here, and they were very interested in bringing this kind of program, this kind of service to the patients here to the new cancer center. I had known a number of the medical oncologists from my practice at Spurban. And um, so I, I left my my radiation oncology practice and joined the group here at the Aquilino Cancer Center. And we are the only integrative oncology program uh, in Montgomery County and probably in Maryland um, providing specific integrative medicine services to cancer patients. Um, As you mentioned, cancer patients tend to be very high users of complementary medicine and they don't always disclose their use to their physicians. No, most, and I mean yeah, most yeah. most most of the times they don't get support, right? I mean the the general thinking had has always been at least when I started practice in the early 2000s it was any type of supplement should be avoided in any type of traditional oncology care because some of them may have antioxidant properties and because some 
types of traditional cancel, cancer therapies, specifically chemotherapies, work by inducing oxidative stress, you may reduce the efficacy. And that was the blanket statement. And anybody who really talked to their oncologist about the idea of using supplements or, or things like that was just flat out told no. And if they exactly. and if they asked, is there anything I can do differently to eat? Typically, the answer they would get was, "What we want you to focus on for diet is getting a lot of calories so you don't lose weight. So it's fine to go to McDonald's and get milkshakes and hamburgers. And you know, some people were fine with that, but other people would just start thinking and going." gosh, doesn't nutrition have something to do with my immune system? And doesn't it have maybe something to do with with my ability to recover, right? I mean, isn't that sort of the paradigm? That's exactly what happens. I mean, you know, unfortunately, it still happens today. It happens less here at our cancer center because the medical oncologists are much more in tune with with what we're doing here but you're absolutely right people will be told eat whatever you want they'll be told you know eat cupcakes and cake because we just want calories and it's such a um simplification of how the body works and there's more and more information coming out about body composition and metabolic milieu and how that affects cancer, both treatment and recurrence risk. It's not just, you know, fat will put on weight, but you really don't want fat. You want lean body mass. So it's a um, continuing problem. And the interesting thing to me is that patients tend to get it much more than physicians. Mm-hmm. I think patients like get it. This has got to matter, you know, and they'll be told by their physician, no, it doesn't matter. Eat whatever you want. And, you know, so now we have a place here where patients can feel free to disclose what they're doing. And in fact, the medical oncologists and the other radiation oncologists here, when patients ask, you know, can I take this supplement? Can I do this? They'll say, you know, oh, go see Dr. Hersher because right. he knows about this. Let's talk so about it. Let's look exactly. at the research. Let's look at the data. Let's make wise decisions about what can be used because the reality is some of what the oncologists tell people or have told people about the potential negative impacts of using certain nu- nutrients along with chemotherapy are true. There are nutrients, there are things that should be avoided during certain types of traditional oncology care because they may reduce the efficacy or create other problems. And there's data to suggest it, but that doesn't mean they all need to be lumped into one giant category of don't do anything, right? Exactly. And so, yeah. So, exactly. so let's do this, Dr. Hersher. We need to take a quick break, but thank you for orienting us towards your training, your history, and your drive to provide this and the center that you've helped establish right here in Montgomery County. When we come back from the break, let's talk nuts and bolts about integrative oncology care. What are you recommending? to patients going through cancer treatment. What what does the research show as far as what can we do besides traditional therapies that improves outcomes and helps improve quality of life during treatment? So this is Dr. Kevin Passero with the Essentials of Healthy Living here on AM 1500, and we're going to be back right after these words. Mega Food Premium Whole Food Supplements are the only supplements crafted from scratch with farm-fresh whole foods to deliver nourishment the way nature intended. Mega Food believes Mother Nature knows best. They select only fresh whole food, harvested at the peak of ripeness, handle it gently and with care to deliver its vital essence to you in every bottle. Mega Food, from farm to tablet. 
Our name is our promise. For more information, visit us online at megafood.com. Zymogen is pleased to announce the arrival of FitFood, a delicious, high-quality, functional food that's formulated to support weight management, healthy body composition, glycemic management, cardiovascular and immune health, and more. Each delicious serving of FitFood contains 21 grams of pure New Zealand-sourced bioactive whey protein, 6 grams of fiber-immune-supporting oat beta-glucan, and additional glutamine, glycine, taurine, and MCT. FitFood provides holistic support for today's active body. Learn more at Zymogen.com. Available now through your healthcare professional and Village Green Apothecary. All over the world, people are beginning to discover fish oil is one of the best secrets for unlocking great health. Thousands of studies have shown the amazing effects of these powerful omega-3s for heart health. Plus, fish oils have even been shown to balance moods and lessen anxiety. With exceptional taste, unrivaled freshness, and unsurpassed purity, Nordic Naturals is the easy way to get your omega-3s every day. To learn more, visit Village Green Apothecary or visit nordicnaturals.com. Nordic Naturals, committed to the planet, committed to pure and great-tasting omega oils. The brain requires nutrition just like the rest of the body. And this is where Gero Formula's NeuroOptimizer comes to the rescue. NeuroOptimizer is a concentrated source of nutrients needed for memory, mood, concentration, and focus. NeuroOptimizer supplies the building blocks for neurotransmitters, the chemicals that allow cells in the brain to communicate and to file away memories. NeuroOptimizer is the nutritional answer to the brain's needs. To learn more about formulas, visit Gero.com. Gero Formulas, available at Village Green Apothecary. Want to save money on vitamins, herbal remedies, and other health care needs? Then visit Village Green Apothecary during their big summer sale. Now through July 16th, you can save big on vitamins, herbal remedies, and other nutritional products. Save 30% on their popular top quality pathway brand. Save 25% on other supplements. And save 20% on body care products. At Village Green, they have just what you need for a healthier lifestyle. Stop by Village Green Apothecary's Big Summer Sale, 5415 West Cedar Lane in Bethesda, Maryland, or shop online at myvillagegreen.com. Welcome back, everybody, to the Essentials of Healthy Living here on AM 1500, brought to you by the Village Green Apothecary. I am your host for today, Dr. Kevin Passero. Thank you all for tuning in. We're here every Sunday from 10 to 11 a.m. Today, we are lucky enough to have on the show with us today, Dr. Lori Hersher. She is double board certified in radiation oncology and integrative medicine. She is currently practicing uh, as a radiation oncologist at the Aquilino Cancer Center right here at uh, Shady Grove Hospital in Montgomery County, being the only integrative cancer clinic in Montgomery County, probably the only one in Maryland, and probably one of the few associated with the hospital um, in the whole tri-state, Maryland, Virginia, D.C. area. So thank you, Dr. Hersher, for taking the time to be with us on the show. Oh, you're most welcome. So let's talk a little bit about, you know, the, the nuts and bolts. In the last segment, we learned a little bit about how you got into this kind of work, which is, I think is important for people listening to the show. But let's now discuss, like, what is, you deal with cancer patients every single day, all day long for the last however many years you've been in practice. And as a result of having a mindset of working with cancer patients and additionally having this training in integrative medicine, which looks at the body in a more holistic perspective, help us understand the visions and philosophies that you've gathered in your mind with all of that clinical experience about how you view cancer as a disease or as you, how do you view cancer treatment in a, in a person and cancer in general? Because it is something that we are all fearful of. It, it, you, it doesn't seem to 
have much rhyme or reason who gets it, who doesn't. Some people smoke and get it. Some people smoke and never get it. Some people eat perfectly organic vegan diets and get it. Like, Help us understand your perception and your understanding because you have some of the most important um, perspectives of anybody that we've ever had on the show. Um, you know, I often describe um, to patients that the, you know, well, for one thing, I don't really know why cancer happens because there is a mystery to it. Because mm-hmm. as you mentioned, you could smoke like a smokestack and never get cancer and, you know, take a whiff of a secondhand smoke. But we do know that there are a number of factors that contribute to increased risk. So I describe that we know lifestyle factors such as what you eat, how you sleep, what your stress levels are, how much you exercise. Um, There's even data supporting the role of spirituality and community, and they are all part of what goes into kind of the big soup. And then there's this big mystery box of we don't know because there's actually interesting data showing that like what your mother ate when she was pregnant can impact on your genetic expression, Mm -hmm. your epigenetics beyond the genes, but how genes are expressed and what, you know, your grandmother. So there, there is this, sort of scary part of unknownness. So I always say we can certainly stack the deck in our favor, but you could never say that there's something that's 100% cancer prevention or something like that. And in fact, when, when people bring me things that, you know, say this is going to prevent cancer, I'm like, well, you know, nobody can say that. But you absolutely can decrease risk. Because we know that ultimately cancer is, well, actually, we we don't know a lot of stuff about cancer, but I think it's ultimately a response to genetic damage. And it's a kind of a programmed response because Mm -hmm. many, many, many different things can cause genetic damage. And then there's this common response, which is proliferation, potential for spread. And it's a it's a program. And so many things go into the sort of soup that promotes genetic damage, oxidative stress, anything that causes excess free radicals. Not all free radicals are bad, but it's all about balance. So I often describe you know, our system or our bodies is more like an ecosystem rather than a machine. Um, because in an ecosystem, a little tweak over here can have an effect over there. And for example, there's data suggesting that, you know, the contents of our microbiome or the bacteria in our gut has wide ranging effects specifically about uh, on risk for colon cancer for example, but not only colon cancer, but breast cancer, like the types of bacteria in our gut affect the metabolism of estrogen. And then there's other things about um, bile acids affecting breast cancer proliferation. So it's a much broader look at the whole system and how all these different systems interact to 
promote a sort of um, cancer permissive environment versus mm-hmm. a environment that is not so cancer permissive. So when you start talking about integrative oncology, you're really talking about gut health, cardio or cardiometabolic health, because metabolism is a huge piece of oxidative stress. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the most interesting pieces of data I saw that really kind of sent me down the rabbit hole with this integrative medicine was the data of um, Gerald Reven, who's the guy at Stanford who first described metabolic syndrome. And he looked at fasting insulin levels of healthy people and then followed them over time and the separated the fasting insulin levels into um, tertiles. And at the lowest level, there was very little chronic disease development. He was looking at cardiovascular disease, cancer, hypertension, diabetes. And very interestingly, at the middle tertile, there was more cancer than cardiovascular disease. I had always thought of insulin resistance as related to diabetes, actually, and Mm -hmm. maybe cardiovascular disease. But cancer, I was like, whoa, Mm -hmm. that is new on my radar. And then at the third tertile, there was probably equivalent cancer, diabetes, et cetera. Now we know that diabetes is a big risk factor for cancer. Mm -hmm. And so blood glucose management is a big part of integrative oncology treatment. And we know that there are correlations between blood glucose, fasting blood glucose, fasting insulin, hemoglobin A1C, and cancer risk for developing cancer in many types of cancer. And also after cancer treatment in uh, recurrence risk, like the lower your fasting blood glucose is, the less likely you are to have a recurrence of say breast cancer. Um, so if you think about just insulin resistance as a kind of biomarker for cancer risk, you can just focus on everything that helps with reducing insulin resistance, which is certain patterns of eating, good physical activity, stress management, good sleep, Stress management, I have found to be like the foundation that I talk to almost everybody about because chronic stress is so rampant in our society and just the process and experience of undergoing cancer treatment or getting a diagnosis with cancer is hugely stressful, obviously. Mm -hmm. And we know that stress hormones, cortisol, norepinephrine, among others, play a big role in how cancer cells uh, behave. The presence of high levels of stress hormones can actually negatively impact on how chemotherapy works. There's data showing that there's a lot of data for ovarian cancer that high levels of stress hormones or um, yeah, actual like adrenal function that's that's not in the normal pattern 
that does not have the normal diurnal rhythm is associated with worse outcomes. So here I find that providing a um, stress management strategy program is really important because we know I mean, I certainly know from my own experience that when I'm under stress, I find it very difficult to make good food choices, and yep. I don't always exercise and maybe not sleep so well. So stress management and our stress management program here is, like, foundational because it just if that's not in place, it's almost impossible to to have all of our other pieces in place. So stress management plays a huge role in um, integrative cancer care. And actually, one of the things, going back to the Society for Integrative Oncology meeting that I, that first kind of set me on this route, was there's um, they were showing gene expression studies of people who meditated versus not meditate versus long-term meditators and showing differential gene expression patterns with basically stress management um, decrease in inflammatory pathway proteins, genes that made proteins that um, initiated inflammatory pathways, decrease with meditation. And so it it is we are beginning to be able to see the the physical or the you know biochemical effect of these very simple, not always easy, but simple strategies for, you know, managing stress, for example, there's all sorts of different biochemical changes that happen when you exercise as well. So we focus very heavily on stress management. We obviously talk a lot about nutrition because food is one of the biggest um, outside uh, pieces that comes inside and makes a huge impact on our biochemistry. For a long time, you know, I I basically thought of food as calories. That was it. And, you know, and could not really describe, you know, you'd want, you didn't want to eat junk food, but, you know, basically it was calories. And then it really wasn't until I started studying, um, integrative medicine and functional medicine that I came to the appreciation of how much impact food has on our biochemistry. Food is a big impact on our hormonal milieu, our neuroendocrine system, in addition to calories and, and um, you know, basically energy. But it's very interesting when you think about, say, fats, which have been um, maligned for so long, and now we're recognizing that there are healthy fats and not healthy fats. But I talk to patients about fatty acids as becoming our structure. Like fatty acids form the structure of your cell membranes. Our brain is about half fat, fatty acids. And so the components of those fatty acids makes a big difference in how those structures function. There are certain components or certain fatty acids that tend to be more inflammatory, certain fatty acids that tend to be less inflammatory. But it's actually not just energy 
I think people think about eating fat as having, you know, more calories per gram than carbohydrates and proteins, but it's turning into our structure. And one of the reasons why trans fats were found to be so detrimental is because they changed the signaling capacities of our cell membranes. So we talk a lot about that. I, I tend to try to tell people a lot of, like, why I'm making these recommendations because I always feel like the more people understand, the more likely they are to, you know, do things in a different way if they understand why. Sure. Well, I mean, one of the problems is that people don't... Diet and nutrition has been sidelined as a um, not very effective or important therapy because it's never talked about in the context of most people's interaction with doctors and medicine. And it's considered to be a very weak afterthought, whereas, you know, um, the medications, the surgeries, the more invasive, stronger therapies are the primary focus. Um, and so nutrition is just, you know, people don't understand oftentimes the importance and don't understand that food every time that you eat it, whether it's a vegetable, a fruit, a fat or a protein, it's not just calories. It is information. It exactly. is information that your cells need to decode. And the information that's contained in food is what directs your cellular activity and your cellular response. So if you're putting food in that's giving instructions to tell your cells to act in a negative way, so high sugar, poor quality fats, high carbohydrate, low nutrient-dense foods, you are going to get cellular dysregulation. If you give your cells the information from food that tells it how to operate properly, then you get better cellular function. And this is where you see this incredible data play out where you start using food and nutritional therapies in combination with traditional oncology care because the reality is most diets won't cure a cancer by itself, right? So you need the more traditional therapies when the body's disease process has gotten to that point. But when you include this other piece of information for your cells along with the other therapies, that's when you see these amazing improvements in outcomes and quality of life. So Dr. Hersher, when we come back from the break, let's pick up this conversation. We've, we've got to take a quick break, but when we come back, we'll be hearing from Dr. Hersher other of the most important fundamental aspects of integrative oncology care for patients. So don't go anywhere. This is Dr. Kevin Passero with The Essentials of Healthy Living, and we'll be back right after these words. Solgar number no. 7 can help you feel the difference. Solgar number no. 7 actually shows improvement in joint comfort within 7 days. Now you can start to get back on track fast and pursue the activities you love. Solgar number no. 7 is a breakthrough in joint care with no glucosamine and no chondroitin. The advanced bioactives in Solgar number no. 7 help to increase flexibility, mobility, and range of motion within 7 days. One capsule once a day is all you need. When stiff joints occasionally say no, Solgar number no. 7 says yes. Solgar number no. 7 Available at Village Green Apothecary. New from Garden of Life, Kind Organics Whole Food Multivitamins. They are the only USDA certified organic, non-GMO verified whole food multivitamins available. They're gluten-free, certified vegan, and feature a patent-pending clean tablet technology. Kind Organics is super clean, untreated, unadulterated, and real whole food. Kind Organics Multivitamins from Garden of Life. Be kind to your body and the earth. Kind Organics, now available at Village Green Apothecary and on 
online at myvillagegreen.com. Do you have unique needs that a mass market pharmacy can't handle? Village Green Apothecary can help. Maybe your doctor prescribed a special compounded formula for you, or you have concerns about allergies or dietary supplements. We invite you to talk with one of our compounding specialists today. Our team includes pharmacists, nutritionists, clinical herbalists, and naturopaths offering customized products and personalized healthy living plans to ensure your well-being. Visit Village Green in Bethesda at 5415 West Cedar Lane. Call us at 301-530-0800 or check out our website at myvillagegreen.com. Staying mentally sharp means nourishing the mind as well as the body. That's why there's new Cognisure from Metagenics. Research shows that the active natural ingredient in Cognisure supports multiple mechanisms necessary for maintaining healthy cognition and a healthy brain as it ages. Cognisure is also easy to take in delicious, chewable chocolate tablets. Have a clear and bright future by maintaining mental capacity with healthy habits and Cognisure. Remember Cognisure for healthy brain aging support. Available through your healthcare professional and Village Green Apothecary. Have you ever wondered what a cold and flu season occurs in the fall and winter months? One theory is because of a decrease in sun exposure, our bodies don't make enough vitamin D, which is essential to proper immune function. That's why medical experts recommend supplementing with vitamin D. Thorne Research's vitamin D products are made from pure vitamin D with no preservatives or unnecessary ingredients added. Support your immune system with Thorne's vitamin D1000 and D5000. These and other immune-supporting formulas are always available at Village Green. Welcome back, everybody, to the Essentials of Healthy Living here on AM1500, brought to you by the Village Green Apothecary. Remember that the Village Green is having their annual summer sale running now through Saturday, July 16th, where you can get 30% off of all Pathway products, 25% off all other supplements, and 20% off of body care. So make sure to stop in. It's a great time to stock up on any products that you need and save and get a great value. So today we're talking with Dr. Lori Hersher. She is double board certified in radiation oncology and integrative medicine and is currently working at the Aquilino Cancer Center at Shady Grove Hospital, which is the only integrative cancer center in Montgomery County, probably the only hospital-based integrative cancer center in all of Maryland and the surrounding state areas, although I can't 100% verify that fact. I know there's not many, so we're lucky to have her and the center um, pushing the boundaries and offering integrative care for people undergoing cancer treatments. In the last segment, Dr. Hersher was sharing with us some of her um, thoughts on nutrition and its role in supporting cancer and oncology treatment. Um, In this segment, let's wrap up that conversation around nutrition and let's talk about some of the other most important aspects of of incorporating integrative care into oncology. The other thing you mentioned in the last segment that I don't want to forget about was stress management. So stress management, nutrition, so, Dr. Hersher, why don't you sort of share with us any other thoughts that you have around nutrition, and then we can talk about other aspects of uh, integrative sure. oncology care. Sure. I just want to mention that um, there actually is a fair amount of data supporting the role of um, certain nutrients that we think of as, say, associated with um, eating fruits and vegetables. There's ways of looking at a biomarker of intake of fruits and vegetables. And for example, there's um, data supporting the higher levels of this biomarker carotenoids um, prior to head and neck cancer treatment is associated with better outcomes uh, with radiation therapy treatment in those patients that have higher levels of these um, carotenoid biomarkers. And so... One of the things that I 
find, you know, kind of frustrating with the the um, conventional research, cancer research, is they're not necessarily focused on the host um, factors that make treatment either work or don't work, because certainly cancer treatment works a lot of times, but it doesn't work all of the time. And I think there's many things that we can do to make cancer treatment work better. So having a, or having an intake of a wide variety of multicolored fruits and vegetables has data supporting its usefulness in making cancer treatment work better. And um, there's data for, you know, for example, whey protein it can help people recover from surgery better. Um, so there's there are lots of pieces of data supporting the role of a real food, nutrient-dense diet that includes a lot of fruits and vegetables and high-quality fats and proteins. Absolutely. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So we also talk a lot about the role of physical activity, exercise or or non-exercise physical activity. And if there's probably one intervention that is the most um, helpful in cancer, heart disease, osteoporosis, any of the common chronic diseases that we deal with nowadays, it's, it's exercise. It is a, you know, it's magic. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, it is amazing. And I mean, everybody here is you need to exercise, you need to exercise. But I mean, some of the data that I've seen, you know, shows that people who exercise regularly after breast cancer can have up to a 50% risk reduction yes. in recurrence. Yeah. And there's yeah. no drug. There's no. no, there's nothing else available that can offer that kind of reduct, uh, recurrence protection besides exercise and activity. And that's like, it's staggering. It's not just, oh, this is helpful. You should do this. We sit too much. It's like staggering research. Yeah. Yeah, It's on the effective exercise is on par with, um, you know, tamoxifen and can, it's probably even better than some chemotherapy regimens, but, um, it is all, in combination with good eating habits and exercise, the results are even better. So what what isn't widely known is how is the degree to which exercise and eating, you know, five servings of fruits and vegetables a day has, it really is um, right. close to standard adjuvant treatment. Well, but the the other issue, Dr. Hersher, that we should address is that, I mean, this isn't just like your average person who can just, you know, start exercising or just start eating. I mean, when people are undergoing cancer therapies, they have major changes in appetite, significant gastrointestinal side effects that affect their palatability, their ability to digest food, their chemotherapy treatments and radiation treatments create massive amounts of fatigue. And so, you know, these are, it's like we're recommending eating all these vegetables and exercising, which for the, even is hard for the average person. And then you put them under the physiological stress that makes them nauseous and having trouble digesting food and slow stomach emptying. And they're exhausted and fatigued all the time and getting these massive doses of, you know, poisonous agents to kill the cancer and doses of radiation. Like 
what's the practicality of it? How do you help people through the process of actually doing these things we know will help, but being in a compromised state from these really intense treatments? Um, that's an excellent question. Um, we take care of patients, obviously, who are on treatment and then after treatment. And it's really quite a different situation because, as you mentioned, when you're on treatment, the side effects can be overwhelming and it can be a real accomplishment to, you know, walk up the stairs. So after treatment, there's quite specific guidelines for exercise goals, you know, just broadly 30 to 45 minutes, five to six days a week of some sort of um, exercise or walking to the degree that you have to breathe a little bit harder. So it's not like window shopping, strolling, but mm-hmm. you're you're exerting to some degree. It doesn't mean you have to run five miles a day or anything like that. It's actually quite doable walking 30 minutes. I mean, and it can be spread out into three segments of 10 minutes a piece. You could, you know, walk to the metro, you know, twice a day for 15 minutes or take a metro stop, you know, one stop earlier than Mm -hmm. you would go. You can incorporate it into your daily activity. And that's what I talk to patients a lot about is how to incorporate regular physical activity into your daily activity in a way that is sustainable. And what about for people like do you, I mean, walking is great because it's cheap, Right. Yes. And it's easy and it's not stressful. And people definitely undervalue the the importance of walking. But like, let's say for somebody, I know a really common chemotherapy side effect is peripheral neuropathy. And some people end up with massive amounts of pain in their feet and walking. You know, they're using walkers or like, do you help people find other yeah. ways of getting some activity if they can't do even the yeah, basics absolutely. like walking? Because these are really you know, not so much talked about if you're not in the cancer world, but for people who are in it, they say, I can't walk, Doc. My feet, no, are, they kill me, and that's not uncommon. That is that's a, that is a very common complaint. Actually, probably I have many patients who have other issues, not even neuropathy associated, but they might have arthritis or their mm-hmm. knees don't work well. or there's, You know, there's a lot of comorbidities that impact on people's ability to function. So we frequently will um, enlist the help of our colleagues in the physical therapy um, uh, program here at Shady Grove. There's a great rehab and physical therapy program that actually has trainers that depending on the patient's needs. So if they actually just need a trainer, I am a huge fan of personal trainers. Huge, because I think if you really want to maximize your function or optimize your physical function and physical health, building lean body mass is essential. And for the most part, I think it's hard for, you know, people my age, (laughs) uh, you know, to go into a gym and know what to do. Mm -hmm. Huge fan of personal trainers. Um, the, the program here at Shady Grove has personal training in addition to physical therapy. But when people have a lot of physical 
um, problems that impact on their ability to move, we have to, you know, take it up a notch and get experts involved in helping them move. I've seen huge benefits of going to PT and having people just go for reconditioning. Mm-hmm. Like they're so wiped out after treatment and we know you lose muscle mass, but like the more you're not moving, you, you lose muscle mass. And just a reconditioning program with physical therapy can work wonders. Um, the physical therapist can work with patients to maximize what function that they have. If they can't go out and walk or they're not going to go to the gym and lift weights or things like that, many people can't. Um, but you can still maximize whatever function that you have. And that, I think, is the key point. Yeah, definitely getting some sort of uh, activity. So we know we got fundamentals of nutrition, right? And I mean, I think the key things that that we talked about had to do with some of the most interesting data has to do with blood sugar stabilization and regulation, right? Yes. Yeah. As well as, um, you know, obviously eating foods that are nutrient dense that provide these things like you talked about, like carotenoids, which have been shown to reduce some cancer risk. These are natural occurring substances in food that act as antioxidants and actually act as cellular and DNA um, switches to turn on and off certain aspects of our cellular expression that are more or less associated with with a healthy cell. Um, Fatty acids you talked about in relation to omega-3s, those are really important. I mean, some research shows that high doses of omega-3 fatty acids actually make cancer cells more susceptible to certain chemotherapeutic agents. And they actually protect the healthy cells from those same agents. So it's like, you know, we think about this idea of using, we know chemotherapy is basically applying and in using these toxic substances to poison these cancer cells, right? But we know that the side effect is that these toxins also poison our healthy cells, which is why people lose their hair, get the digestive upset, um, have all these other side effects. And we, there are the research is showing us that, wow, there's these therapies that can actually make the cancer cells more susceptible and protect the healthy cells, which means better outcomes, better quality of life, right? Right. I think that brings up a um, an idea that the way we think about cancer treatment or certainly radiation, like, is, you know, causing oxidative stress and antioxidants are going to stop that from working. And there actually are a number of mostly natural agents that can sensitize tumor cells to radiation and at the same time protect normal cells, which I think requires a whole change in the way we think about how treatment works, um, how cancer cells function, how they respond to treatment, because it doesn't make sense in this, you know, sort of simplistic paradigm of oxidative stress, you know, kills tumor cells, which is why you can't eat, you know, high dose of vitamin C or something like that. Or I mean, I've heard people say that don't eat blueberries while you're on radiation treatment, which is ridiculous. Yep. Yeah, I mean it's an we think of we think our cells are so dumb. We think we're smarter than our cells and we even think that cancer is just this 
thing that happened to us. Cancer is our cells expressing some type of abnormal physiology, typically in response to some sort of stressor. And so it, it, we think our body has gone wrong and we blame our, our dumb cells for doing something stupid. But basically, our cells are trying to adapt some type of protective mechanism to an injury that's typically relating to this abnormal function, which is cancer, right? So we know that if we give the cells the proper information, and when we talked about nutrition, we talked about food as a source of information to our cells, it makes sense that it would direct the cells, whether they're cancer cells or healthy cells in the right direction. So make cancer cells more susceptible to die and make healthy cells more resilient to stress. From that concept, it, it starts to make sense when you stop looking at it as this external disease that is just happened to our body was when you think about it as our body trying to adapt to something. So Dr. Hersher, when we come back from the break, we're going to have our final segment. I'm really looking forward to getting the rest of your thoughts relating to integrative cancer care. This is such an important topic, and we're just so lucky to have you with us this morning, so I want to maximize our time. This is Dr. Kevin Passero with The Essentials of Healthy Living, and we're going to be back right after these words. Mega Food Premium Whole Food Supplements are the only supplements crafted from scratch with farm-fresh whole foods to deliver nourishment the way nature intended. Mega Food believes Mother Nature knows best. They select only fresh whole food, harvested at the peak of ripeness, handle it gently and with care to deliver its vital essence to you in every bottle. Mega Food, from farm to tablet. Our name is our promise. For more information, visit us online at megafood.com. Bridging the gap between nutraceuticals and pharmaceuticals. That's the concept behind Zymogen's new exclusive and patented line of formulations, which utilize sophisticated delivery technologies to focus on specific molecular targets. The Zymogen EP line features Immunitix 3.6, a potent ingredient that has demonstrated a measurable ability to prime and enhance immune cell function. Applications include immune system support and support for white blood cell recovery following radiation therapy and other bone marrow affecting treatments. Now available at Village Green apothecary and online at myvillagegreen.com. For over 10 years, Nordic Naturals has been the world leader in crafting omega-3 fish oils that are great for the body and for the planet. They work one-on-one -on -one with researchers and select fishermen to harvest only those fish species that are flourishing. With Nordic Naturals, you get all the benefits of omega-3, a strong heart, clear eyes, and flexible joints, plus the reassurance that their products are environmentally friendly. To learn more, visit Village Green Apothecary or visit NordicNaturals.com. Nordic Naturals. Committed to the planet, committed to pure and great-tasting omega oils. Did you get enough lutein today to support eye health? Most Americans consume only 2 milligrams per day, yet populations with good eye health often consume 6 to 20 milligrams to protect the macula of the eye against oxidative stress and aging. Vision Optimizer from Gero Formulas supplies lutein, zeaxanthin, and 13 other vitamins, phytonutrients, and herbs that support eye health and function, reduce eye fatigue, and promote eye comfort. For more information, visit Gero.com. Gero Formulas, available at Village Green Apothecary. Want to save money on vitamins, herbal remedies? and other health care needs? Then visit Village Green Apothecary during their big summer sale. Now through July 16th, you can save big on vitamins, herbal remedies, and other nutritional products. Save 30% on their popular Top Quality Pathway brand. Save 25% on other supplements. And save 20% on body care products. At Village Green, they have just what you need for a healthier lifestyle. Stop by Village Green Apothecary's big summer sale, 5415 West Cedar Lane in Bethesda, Maryland, or shop online at myvillagegreen.com. Welcome back, everybody, to the Essentials of Healthy Living here on AM 1500. 
brought to you by the Village Green Apothecary. I am your host for today, Dr. Kevin Passero. Thank you all for tuning in. We've been having a phenomenal discussion with Dr. Lori Hersher, board certified in radiation oncology and integrative medicine, um, practicing here at the Aquilino Cancer Center at Shady Grove Hospital, one of the only centers in the region to offer uh, integrative cancer care. So Dr. Hersher, thank you for taking the time with us today. Unfortunately, we are almost out of time in this last segment, but I really wanted your sort of, um, you know, other thoughts and summaries about, you know, using integrative care in, in the model of treating cancer. Um, what I would like to, um, I think, uh, leave the listeners with this um, thought of is that one of the main tenets of integrative medicine is actually that the physician and the patient are partners. They're not like in maybe more conventional medicine physician is saying, okay, do this. We're going to do this to you. We're going to do this to you. We're going to do this to you. In an integrative model, patient and physician are partners. And that means the patient has a lot more control and the idea is that what people do impacts on their ultimately internal physiology and how their overall health and well-being uh, becomes. So one of my big, you know, drives is teaching people or educating people how much control over their fate to to a large extent they have. It's not 100% like we talked about it in the beginning, but people can control a lot about their experience of undergoing cancer treatment and how cancer treatment, um, you know, works or maybe doesn't work. But, and a lot of it is, is, is mind, mind body things, how one thinks about the whole process. There's a huge amount of literature on the benefit of mindfulness. I know we only have a short period of time and I could talk about this forever, but basically as an overarching um, message is I want people to know that there's a lot that they can do to work with their conventional oncology treatment to help them make this experience certainly less bad and maybe even a growth experience mm-hmm. um, in in many different ways. I've had many stories of people telling me all the, you know, silver linings to this, you know, mm-hmm. bad experience. But just taking some aspect of this loss of control back and implementing whatever it is, even if it's, you know, taking a few steps more per day, but we, you know, whatever it is, wherever people are at doing anything to start thinking in terms of having more control over their internal um, milieu. Absolutely. I mean, and and my role is to help. Exactly. Well, thank you, Dr. Hersher. We know that cancer is a complex disease and we're working on coming up with better treatments and better ways of helping people recover. But because it's a complex condition, applying and looking at all of these different aspects on how to support your body, not just the traditional cancer care, but looking at nutrition, lifestyle, diet, 
exercise is a hugely important piece in addressing the complexity of this condition. And what is wonderful is that the research and data is showing us that applying these things to cancer care does improve outcomes. So thank you so much, Dr. Hersher, for being on the show with us today. This is Dr. Kevin Passero with the Essentials of Healthy Living, wishing you all the best of health until next time. Take care. Ah, the joy of commuting in Washington. Whether you work on the hill or outside of the Beltway, you know how stressful it is to get around. Stress can take a serious toll on your health, and Village Green Apothecary can help. We offer over 10,000 healthy living products, including top-quality nutritional supplements, herbal remedies, and more. Our nutritionists and pharmacists are here to advise you about creating your very own individualized healthy living plan. Visit Village Green Apothecary in Bethesda, 5415 West Cedar Lane, or check out our website at myvillagegreen.com.